Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. We're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Welcome to your Friday. We are just cruising right on through. Today is June 12th. Um, I hope everything's going well for you guys. I appreciate you listening. Uh, it's an exciting time to be a podcaster because I don't think people really understand what podcasting can become. Uh, certainly in a business sense, if you run a business, how a podcast can complement uh, your skill set, complement the things you're able to offer clients or even, you know, complement your business like mine. Like this is a big cornerstone of the content that I create. Um, so thank you very much for the support, uh, especially the international listeners. Thank you uh, for the shout out. Um uh, for listening, you know, like France, uh, France enjoys the podcast, uh, as well as their favorite song on Spotify in France is, uh, Black Coffee 5am Thoughts from the Culprit Manifest. Uh, so that's awesome because I'm able to use this platform to, uh, promote the other part of my businesses, uh, well, I just have one business, the other part of my business, and that is the music. So thank you so much for listening and and just engaging because uh, these are interesting times and I'm here to document uh, what's going on with me as well as what's going on in the world and maybe uh, help people see things in a way they didn't see them before and ask questions. And that's pretty much what it's like to know me. So <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, having said all that, I I know I've expressed multiple times that this year is much better for me than last year. And it is in a lot of ways, but that doesn't mean that things don't uh frustrate me or that I'm ha- not having difficulties. I I am currently being challenged as a caregiver because I have a a narcissistic uh parent with uh, what is clearly becoming to me dementia. And I'm going to tell you, that's a handful. I don't, I don't, I'm glad the rest of the decks of my life have been cleared because this is really something. And, uh, I would like to, I don't know if you have younger parents, if you're younger and your parents are younger, uh, be thinking about what the plan is for when they're not young, (laughs) you know, because, um, in my family, there was never a lot of discussion about, what's to happen as the person as your parents age it was always well this is what I want when I die which is great thanks um but there's a chance that you won't just drop dead that you'll actually age and what does that look like and how can your family support you through that and what can you do to support yourself through that um and if you don't have that discussion then you get where I am and you don't want that because it's nonstop frustration. Um, and it's, you know, scary because you're looking at your own life like, okay, how can I live my life, run my business, work full time, do all the things that I have to do and make this thing also work? Um, and, you know, I'm in a good position because I know what my business does, but it's not like my business is so profitable, I can just take, you know, six months to sort everything out and hopefully get some cooperation from the individual. Um, I'm launching businesses. 
I mean, my 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 investments are young. My business is young. Everything is still growing. And so I don't I can't take my foot off the gas pedal. So it's I don't know how people would do this with a family. Like if I was married with with kids, presumably my kids would probably be pretty old. But I mean, they'd still be a priority. And it's like, how do you do that? I don't understand how people do all the things that we have to do. Um, but it is difficult. So I'm I'm cautioning people who have younger, healthy parents right now. Um, and maybe this won't be their situation, but maybe it will. But you still should have some sort of aging action plan. You know, be talking to your parents about when they're going to sell their houses. Be talking to your parents about what their finances look like. Um, for the future, you know, be talking to your parents about, hey, long-term care insurance, got some, need some? Yeah, because people are living longer. You know, uh, my father had Alzheimer's. He got diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 1996. He did not pass till 2009. That is a long time to need care. And he, he was okay, I think, from I don't have a lot of great memory and detail because it was so painful. But from 96 to 99, through the 90s, we were okay through the rest of the 90s. And then around, I want to say around 2002, his memory fell off a very steep cliff and it didn't recover. And so for seven years or so, he was sort of just out of it, in and out. Um, and I limited my interactions with him because it was just horrific. And so, you know, where I may have dodged it back then, I did not dodge it now. It's <laughs> and and unlike then he had a wife, um, my stepmother. So I this now I'm the one, <laughs> but I'm not the one. <laughs> if this were the Matrix, I would stop the film and say, hey. I'm not the one, <laughs> but it's not, it's not the matrix. It's my life and um, it's challenging. So if you, if you're not a caregiver and you don't see yourself being the caregiver, you still need to talk to your parents and figure out what their situation is going to be. Cause at some point they're going to get older and you can, and they can live a long time and have nothing really wrong with them. The days of your parents dying at 60 isn't true for most people. You know, dying young, a lot of parents now are making it. There's medicine and health. And if you don't have a major disease, you can keep going. Now, you might outlive the health of your brain. So there's a lot to be concerned with in terms of getting older. And with these boomers, our American society is going to look very, very, very different because it's going to be so many older people. And, you know, I'm a capitalist, so I'm trying to figure out how I can, like, how can I invest in this? Because uh, most new structures going up are going to have to be age-related care facilities. They're just going to have to be because there's just going to be so many elderly people. We're just seeing the tip of the iceberg. And people in my age group are just dealing with our parents. But wait till it's our, our siblings also. For me, it would be my my boomer siblings. I mean, this is going to be a challenge for and and it's going to be millennials trying to support these boomers doing this. I mean, our society is going to look very, very different in a short amount of time as we age. So 
you know, that's what Friday feels like for me. Like, I'm sending off a warning shot to you guys. Uh, If you're not going through this, God bless. But if you are, um, or if you will at some point have to tend to your parents, um, start planning now and discussing things with them now. Um, And you may or may not get cooperation, like I said, but it it is a challenge. And as much as I try to... uh, espouse planning and focus and goals. And and I do. I don't want anybody to think I I don't have issues and situations because I do. Uh, And uh, yeah, if I sound weary, it's because I am. (laughs) I'm tired. This is hard. It's probably the hardest thing I've ever done because it's, it's not, you don't have control. Like the person knows enough to resist you. Um, but they they don't have enough skill to take care of themselves. So how can that not be cruel? At some point, you have to make a decision that will make them unhappy. And that, to me, is cruel. But it's it's necessary cruelty, I guess. It's hard. Life is full of a lot of hard shit. And that's why, you know, I think you don't do anybody any favors by coddling them or keeping them from their pain. I actually read somewhere that... The biggest service you can provide for someone is to allow them their pain because that's how you transform. You know, you can't grow um, if you don't experience adversity and setbacks and frustration. Uh, Of course, it'd be great if we could all learn and grow through fun times. But no one in the history of the world has ever been like, you know, I'm learning so much about myself because my life is going so smoothly. No one says that. No one that's not on drugs. Um, you mostly learn about who you are through adversity and, um, there's plenty of it. (laughs) Keep living. And that's why, you know, I love being the age I am. I look at, I look at the younger version of myself. I look at uh, all my female friends in their thirties and, and I look at them and I think, gosh, the, the amount of time that you are wasting on the things that probably keep you up at night that aren't really things that should be keeping you up at night. God love you. Because, you know, as you get older, you start to be able to look back and, you know, hopefully you're an insightful person. If People who don't have insight, don't listen to them. Because if, if the only thing they can talk about is themselves and um, every question, every answer is I or me or, you know, I'm talking about real insight that can help other people. And uh, I feel like me and my friends are those those aunties, you know, we're aunts, which, by the way, there should be an aunt day or an aunt day, however you say it. In my family, we say aunt. But uh, should be a day recognizing that because I do good work. I'm everybody's aunt. (laughs) I feel like I am anyway. Everybody's aunt. So anyway. That's my story. Uh, You know, somehow I didn't feel like I was winning yesterday. But then that voice that that keeps me grounded uh, said, but you're not losing, though. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, man. I hope you guys have a great weekend. I hope that things go smoothly, that the world starts to uh, settle, you know, and that we... um, continue to transform our societies in positive and uh, impactful ways, in ways that matter. 
so that it's safe for your children, uh, you know, in the future. Because right now, um, we're having really big and broad conversations that need to be cut down into manageable bite-sized chunks. And hopefully we can get to the chunks and start transforming communities one by one. Because trying to change, you know, big industrial systems, um, it's fun to talk about and it's fun to rage against. But at the end of the day, uh, machines run on fuel. So maybe we need to start talking about how to uh, take away some of the fuel for the system. And I know that's more evasive and deeper than what you want me to say, but it's true. If you want... uh, to break down the criminal justice system, how can we make fewer criminals? Good question.